Hey ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 43 of another shitty podcast, the quarantine edition. My name is Nick Grace. Pretty soon you're going to hear the one and only Trent Bruce. We do this every Thursday on Instagram Live, typically at noon, but today at 11 because we fucking felt like it. The world is your oyster, don't you forget it. Let's get into the show. Good morning to you, Trent Bruce. Hey. How's that EP coming? It's in the works, as they say. <laughs> Nick, Nick is trying out a musical career now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yo, good to see you. Good Welcome, to see you everyone, too. to another shitty podcast, episode 43 of the Quarantine edition holy cow i'm trent bruce that's nick grace thanks for hanging out with us guys today we're going live around 11 a.m and uh, we're a morning show today every other thursday we go live at noon but today we're uh we're regis and kathy lee who would be regis and who would be kathy lee that's the question you're kathy lee i'm kathy lee she she has a tendency to get tipsy on the wine (laughs) that was post that was post um, Regis and Kathy Lee. Do you think Regis, Reg, uh, do you think Reg drove her to it, or she just would just sleep in the studio? I loved. She's had like a cubby hole. I loved um, Saturday Saturday Night Live's version. I think it was Kristen Wiig that would do. No, was it Kristen Wiig that would do her? And she would always just be hammered with a big glass of wine, just like saying the stupidest shit and then looking at the camera and laughing. <laughs> And that was that was I her impression. Was Kristen, I think it was Kristen Wiig. Um, I just loved. I, I mean, rest in peace, Reach. Uh, I loved his time with uh, wrestlers because he would always he would always sell whatever he like. If it was their gimmick or some catchphrase or like they would put like a move on him, he would really sell it. Really? Oh yeah, he'd be really into it. Um, and I think a WrestleMania, he maybe a couple of WrestleManias, he was like a backstage, like a celebrity backstage, like uh, interviewer. Yeah, he was like really into it in the nineties. Wow, who'd have thought? Reege Reege was a tiny little guy too. Reege three sixteen. They made they made shirts that said, "I would love to have that shirt." Reege's three sixteen. That's hilarious. Yeah, it was. Speaking of three sixteen, it was just Stone Cold Steve Austin day. So. Happy Stone Cold Steve Austin Day to you and all of the Marks. <laughs> I love that that it was a few years ago that started like kind of trickling in like a fun little you know thing on Twitter and stuff. 
but now I love that it's like it's like a cultural like everyone was posting about Stone Cold. I mean, Stone Cold's the greatest of all time, isn't he? Oh, he's I mean, he's the man. Even even if you're a casual wrestling fan, everyone loves Stone Cold. Boom, boom, boom. I just saw that my mother, my uncle, and my dad all joined. We got questions from them coming in later. So shout out to the Grace family in Elma, Michigan for joining the podcast. It's a family affair. It's a family affair. We'll get into this later, but I'm going to see them soon. And now, let's just get into what's up with our weeks. What's up with your week? What's up with your week? What's up with your week? What's going on with your week? What's up with your week? Brandon is on the show. Brandon, I went and got rocket ship this morning without you. I am not sorry. I'm not sorry. He knew what was up. Sorry, not sorry. I guess this is me starting what's up with my week. So I got rocket ship coffee this morning. I also got some SK donuts down on Beverly. Third, third, third. Great donut spot. You've been there, huh? Mm -hmm. You've dabbled. You've dabbled in the SK? Oh, yeah. It was pretty good. They had a mm, large selection. <laughs> was that your first time? They had an extra large selection. Yeah, it was my first time. Everyone in there was super nice. I got a Raspberry John, as Brandon would say. <laughs> You're not helping yourself out this morning. I, I, <laughs> I bet, 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 bet. John, no cap. Oh, my God. So that's how I started my day. Hey, Quincy. What else is going on in my week? Biggest news is I have a new nephew. His name is Matthew James. He lives in New Braunfels, Texas. He was born on Tuesday, so he's two days old. I will be flying out to Texas tomorrow, and I will be there for just about two days. I'll be leaving back home for L.A. on Sunday, and I'm so excited. I have not seen... My brother, uh, my sister-in-law, or their children since July. So I'm extra excited to see them and to meet the newest one. Are Texas, here down? we come. Yep, mom and dad are going to head down there. So I'll see everybody. I'm oh, stoked. Nice. Haven't seen them since October. Family is really oh. important to me, and I've just been without them for so long. And I'm, I'm so excited and thankful I have the antibodies because I'm about to go into Texas. And we'll see how yeah. it goes. Yeah, man, it's uh, this this cannot be uh, over quick enough. Uh, hopefully, hopefully sooner than later. But dude, I'm uh, yeah, obviously be safe. I'm excited that you get to see your your family, and uh, everything went okay with the delivery. Yeah, everything went great. Awesome. They they did have to induce. He wanted to stay in there a little bit longer. I mean, props to him. The world's a weird place right now. <laughs> like, can we wait for covid to be over <laughs> okay. i can't i can't fault maddie j for wanting to to just you know delay a little bit so but he is here now and and we're excited what else you remember that it's a, a solid name too maddie j or matthew james both super super old english uh bible yeah biblical yeah. for sure 
So what else is going on? You can remember that movie I did, I think three years ago now, called The Takeout Move. And it finally mm-hmm. got finished last summer. We watched the screening. It was pretty cool. It was better than I thought it was going to be. We're in seven different film festivals right now, which is fucking cool. On Holy cow. Th- yeah, on three different continents. We've got us in America, and then we've got a Europe one, and there's one in India. What? It's it's pretty cool. We got the the main ones are the Malibu International Film Festival, which that's I think a, is coming that's up a soon. Good one. And then we also have the Kansas City Internet Independent or Kansas City International Film Festival. So shout out your home state or area. Yeah. Pretty pretty excited about it. We'll see what happens with that. I also went snowboarding this past weekend up in Big Bear. It was absolutely fucking immaculate it was amazing everyone living in los angeles knows that the weather has been super shitty the last week or so rain hail every day but what does that mean it means two hours away where the mountains are it's just dumping snow so last friday i went with zenobia and we snowboarded we left at four in the morning this time and we got there right on time for it to open up there was 12 fresh inches of snow already on the ground and then while we were there there was another six that happened this magical winter wonderland it was the first time that i had ever in all my years of of skiing or snowboarding is the first time i ever hit a run that nobody had shredded yet Oh, cool. So for those who don't know, as the day begins, they don't open all of the runs up at the same time. They do it periodically. So a half hour goes by and they'll open up another run and the half hour goes by and as more people come in, they open up more runs and then they do the same thing when they're shutting it down one by one by Mm -hmm. one by one. So however it worked out, I happened to go in this one direction at the top of this chairlift that nobody else went to and for the first time in my life I was standing on top of a run that nobody had shredded yet and it, it had at this point 12 to 40, 14 inches of just untouched pure Colombian snow. <laughs> nose candy. Nose, <laughs> nose candy. Well, what did you call it the other day? Was it nose snow? <laughs> probably, yeah. probably. Um, and, and then I just had, I had two minutes, two to three minutes of absolute euphoria where all I could just hear was just back and forth. I didn't see a person. It was one of the best feelings I've ever had in my entire life. Wow. It was incredible. And then it was abruptly ruined at the end when I got to the bottom of the chairlift and, or the bottom of the run and suddenly there were people waiting for the chairlift but for three minutes it was the best experience i've ever had on a snowboard oh it was so fun it was so fun another really cool highlight that has nothing to do with snowboarding was on our way up there there's there's a lot of really windy twisty roads this part wasn't very cool there was like there's a bunch of car crashes which i will say bodes well if there's car crashes on the way to the mountain you know it's gonna be good because if motherfuckers can't drive in it, you know it's going to be great for sledding or snowboarding or skiing. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, you, where you are just, you going with you this? You just know. <laughs> but on the way up there, we were 
we were driving these windy roads and we just saw this pack of dogs that was just walking itself up the street there was six of them maybe and they were just trotting they looked like huskies or something and it was the coolest it was it was so cold to see i was like damn look at them getting in touch with their roots like some wolves but it was <laughs> it was it was pretty cool and then we hit up the big bear brewery which is becoming like the spot in big bear and for those who don't know who aren't on the up and up they never shut down the entire time covid-19 has been going on they stayed open big bear big bear and big bear brewery is elma michigan in every way the good and the bad in in all ways and i love it it reminds me of home it's 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 great <laughs> It sure, it sure is great. <laughs> they, uh, they got their local bar flies. They got their shitty food, shitty beer. Everyone's got their person. Everyone knows each other. And they're, oh, it's so fun. Outside of snowboarding, I just started reading the book Shogun by James yeah. Clavel, Clavel, something like that. Boy, is it fucking good. I'm only 40 pages in, and it is the longest book I'm ever going to, I've ever attempted to read. It's somewhere around a thousand pages, but Whoa. it is so uh, enticing. I don't know. It's really good. It's really, really, really good. Essentially, when was this written again? Like about what time? Was I think this written? I think nineteen sixty something. Nineteen sixty, okay. nineteen seventy. But it takes place in in the sixteen hundreds. Essentially, this crew, this pirate crew, washes up in Japan before really white people have discovered it. And I, it, I think he's about the main character is about to become a samurai or something. I've been told that the last samurai is heavily based on the book, but it's a classic piece of literature. It's long as hell. I lo- I really like the book. Um, excuse me, the movie Boy. And in the movie Boy, Taika Waititi talks about Shogun all the time. There it is. And so I was like, I I, I have to do this. Yep. I watched Judas and the Black Messiah, speaking of movies. Great film. Absolutely great film. I would bet best supporting actor this year is gonna go to Lakeith Stanfield. Cause I no, he was he was the main. He would he would be the main. He'd be the lead. So it's probably gonna go to Daniel um I never know how to pronounce his last name. Cool cool yeah? Yeah, I don't either. I should. What's up, Mom? I would say uh, that they're both it's yeah, kind of like a Lakeith double lead. Be- Lakeith would be the the stories around Daniel's character. It's about but, him, but it's through. It's but Lakeith's, I guess Lakeith is getting the most screen time. Well, it's through Lakeith's point of view, his character's point of view, and he's he's on screen the most. I would guess I would say it's either a double lead or or Lakeith's They're the all lead. Supporting. Yeah. So i take that back if there's a best supporting actor it's going to go to daniel and then best actor is going to riz ahmed if it doesn't go to riz ahmed this year i'm gonna riot (laughs) but that movie is really good the soundtrack is really good they it's a very interesting take it makes it makes it shows you all the colors of the spectrum for what you might think would be a black and white situation and um it's really it was really cool it was a really cool movie. We played Dungeons and Dragons last Thursday for the first time in a long fucking time. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Got pretty drunk with you guys. Forgot how to play. 
<laughs> and I think that's I think that's usually the theme. Of yeah, it. <laughs> we always we always forget how to play. So God bless Sullivan and Happy St. Patrick's yeah. to the Irishman him, himself. Oh, yes. And then last but not least, boy, with a move, the worst part of moving, I think, outside of physically moving things is having to remember all the different entities you have to change your address oh. with. God, shit. that shit sucks. There's like a million. Yeah. And that's what's up with the my main week. one. The main one, Nick, uh, if you just log into uh, USPS's website. Mm-hmm. Have you done that? I did that. Okay. I did that. That's, I, the, like, that's like the big one. Yeah, I did that. I did the DMV and I did my bank's. But there's hey, just talking. We're talking about adult shit right there's, now. Man. There's other ones. Adult Big shit. Big boy stuff. <laughs> Changing e- your address, you know. <laughs> we're talking about EPs. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's up with to... my week. I'm gonna send it over to you to hear what's going on in yours. Are you doing okay with that EP? Are you okay? We'll push it out. All right. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're on a different wavelength this morning, folks. Uh, <clears throat> what's going on with my week? I'll try not to peak the audio right now. The biggest thing that happened in my week, I signed a motherfucking contract, which is crazy. Uh, but I have full-time employment as of yesterday, which I'm very thrilled about, very excited about. Uh, it's also a remote job, so I'll be able to work here I can work in Alaska. Hell, I could work in uh, in Hades itself. I could work uh, in Hawaii in a hammock. This is like a <laughs> I'm trying to make a, a a rhyme out of it that that ended quickly. Hawaii in a hammock. What rhymes with hammock? Um, tramic. That's it. Ham yes. ham tramic. That tramic tramic tramic. <laughs> Yeah, I'm very excited, guys. It's been a while. So, uh, a, a, f- a friend of ours, um, my buddy Taylor, who I did um, the short film Telecommuter with, uh, he doesn't have Instagram, so he'll probably never see this. But he knows that I'm uh, very thankful. He works at this company, and um, yeah, man, it's a it's a remote gig. It's it's dealing with like uh, licensing for like content and. Uh, and video online so uh also wwe is one of their clients so i may be put on the wwe portion which that could be awesome because i would be interacting with employees of world wrestling entertainment that would be dope a boy can dream yep so uh i'm very excited man i'm excited that it's a flexible job health insurance the whole nine yards i get stock options i don't know if i'm allowed to say all this but um, probably not because you signed a contract. <laughs> well, you can say what I can't say any intellectual property or anything like that. But um, this is just run of the mill job stuff, you know, standard adult bo- stuff, standard boilerplate. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm very excited. That's the biggest thing that happened in my week. Um, I start on Tuesday. Um, we'll see how moving forward the podcast goes. I think we'll still be able to do the same schedule because it is uh, a very flexible gig. But I will be uh, training next week. Well, so. while while we're on that subject, 
let's put it to to everybody watching right now. And would you? How do you guys feel about eleven o'clock showtimes as opposed to noon? What's oh, your? Yeah. Not saying that you'll swing us in any direction, but we'd love to know what you think about it. Can we? Can we do this thing here? I'm not as well versed as I should be. There's a thing that you can do a survey on here. Um, yeah, would you guys prefer 11 a.m. or 12 noon um, on on Thursdays on Instagram Live? Yeah, let us know. Uh, but yeah, guys, uh, thank you for everyone who you know lend a hand and was supportive, and uh, a bunch of friends, a bunch of you guys on here, uh, very supportive. Uh, with, you know, reaching out with contacts and job stuff. And so um, <laughs> do whatever the heck you need to do. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Uh, but yeah, very excited. In tandem with that, <clears throat> in the interim, recently I've been doing um, virtual beer tastings and a little bit of, uh, what would you call it, warehouse I've been packing boxes and stuff mm-hmm. for Common Space Brewery out of Hawthorne, California. Uh, they reached out to me a few weeks ago, and that's been a nice little thing. If you guys want to do a virtual beer tasting, uh, and you have like a company that, that that would like to be like their happy hour, um, I can send you the link to to sign up for that. And uh, yeah, I've been hosting those, and that's been great. So. I may be able to do both of these gigs moving forward because um, they're both remote. So, yeah, man, a lot of good shit in terms of uh, work stuff right now. Um, You're becoming cool. very much a millennial. Working yes. from home. Other I'm, things that are millennially twinged. I don't know. I'm, I'm very cool with the remote gig right now. Especially during COVID. Even though there's vaccines rolling out and stuff, I'm very cool with uh, the remote gig right now. And, and, and it'll allow me to do other things. I think, you know, it shouldn't it shouldn't get in the way of, of this at all. You so. could you could push out unlimited EPs with a remote gig. You know what? I might have to lay down some thick bars and um, a couple EPs. So we'll see. Um, yeah, thank you guys for all the support and kind words. <laughs> Uh, oh Lord! I I ended up doing a cigar with uh, with Tihom last night. Um, Thanks for great. the invite, by the way. You're welcome. Um, yeah, it was it was a nice little one on one time, dude. Uh, it was great. He's a great guy. I, we, I hadn't seen him since uh, you and I were there. What months ago? No shit, really. Months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it was good catching up, man. We were just hanging out on the. On his roof, which is gorgeous. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's it's always a good time with him and, um, you know, shooting the shit and solving all the world's problems and having some cognac. And uh, we tried this single malt whiskey out of Colorado, too, mm. called uh, Stranahan's, I mm-hmm. think. Mm. Dude, you would have loved the packaging. So at the top of it, it had a cork in the bottle. But at the top, it also had this, like... Uh, tin or like metal shot, but it, he he called it a cowboy shot because it's two shots. So it's this long shot glass that goes on top of the bottle. So you pour it off, and then you could pour yourself a. I would never want to do a, a giant shot like that big, but uh, it was it was cool. It felt very. Uh, 
Did you feel like Western. a cowboy? Cowboy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is just a fun fact, because my uncle texted our whole family. Hmm. Uh, the other day, he was showing us that he was shoveling snow in Colorado, because out of nowhere, they got dumped with two feet of snow. And his car was on the street, and the snowplows came by, and you couldn't even see his car at all. <laughs> I saw that you put that in the notes. Um, yeah. It's, you wrote, Colorado got two feet of snow out of nowhere. <laughs> and I saw that, and I was just thinking to myself, it's Colorado. That shit oh. happens all the time. <laughs> well, you're right. It, it is Colorado. It does snow all of the time. Uh, but I think the funny thing there is, too, is like, we're, we're so spoiled, man. We're so spoiled out here with, with that part. Uh, yeah, it literally happens all the time. That two what feet of snow is slithering in. It's slithering in. Randy Orton. <laughs> <laughs> out of nowhere. Out of... <laughs> uh, I just like uh, phrasing everything as like Michael Cole would on WWE. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Or who's the one that always says, by God. That's uh, Jim Ross, JR. Jim Ross. By God. Uh, Chris Peterson. Oh, it looks like we need to wrap up the show here. Yep, we've yeah. had enough of this. We wouldn't want anyone else to have to sit in the same viewing lobby as Chris Peterson. <laughs> um, what else is going on? Still watching Your Honor. That show still fucking rips. I know it's on Showtime. I know no one has it. Sign up for a free trial. Uh, Brian Cranston, very much the man. I still have. I think I have two episodes left. Ugh, it's so freaking. Good. Um, so I think we have a couple episodes of Your Honor. What's up, Steph? Um, yeah, we've been watching it, and it's been awesome. It's it's crazy, man. It's They're doing a really good job of every episode. You really don't know what's about to happen next. Um, so check it out. Um, baseball season's coming up for all the big baseball fans uh, in the world. <laughs> uh, that's me laughing because... I don't think many people besides a handful of my close friends still follow baseball. But um, <laughs> uh, opening day is April 1st. I got looped into doing fantasy baseball once again. This is my third year in a row. It's a money uh, suck. Just giving so, your money away. So this one was only 20 bucks, And apparently this is going to be a very, very lax, like, chill league. So I think a lot of the other guys... Um, in this league have other leagues that are like more serious or like crunchy numbers and shit. I think this is like a fun, relaxed league. So we did the draft the other day on, on Yahoo Sports, which is by far the best way to do fantasy sports. Um, yeah, man, Elliot's the one heading it up. And uh, yeah, it was a good time. So we'll see. I, I, I'm pretty happy with some of my players. And uh, who knows, maybe I'll be the, the world champs at the end of the season. So... Uh, and then wanted to shout out uh, Stu, Andrew Stewart. Uh, he, tomorrow, is marking the end of his quarantine playlist. Andrew, I can't believe uh, he did all this. He did 52 weeks every Friday releasing a new uh, curated playlist for... Uh, what he saw as like the vibe or the feel of the week. Um, he, you know, he started it thinking, okay, this, we're going to be in this for a month. 
and then ended up okay maybe we'll be in a couple months or summertime uh he had no none of us knew it was gonna last this long but he committed to doing the full year and now he's ready to hang it up um he'll probably make out you know make more playlists in the future but he's really good at it and mm. the cool thing about his playlists they're short right they're like 35 45 minutes but yeah man check out his playlist uh Stu's playlist if you guys want a link I can I can send you a link if you need some new music um but yeah man that's pretty much What's going on in my week, Nicholas? Tight. While we're doing shout-outs, we might as well do our shout-outs right now. Shout-out again, Matthew James, for being born. Can't wait to see you in Texas. Yes. Happy birthday to Molly Clark, friend of ours, girlfriend of Jolie Sanchez. Happy, <laughs> happy birthday. Happy birthday. And then friend of the pod, soon-to-be friend in real life, greatest country musician of all time, Paul Cawthon, got married. So congratulations to that mofo, and I can't wait till he comes to L.A. and plays live. That is our that is all of our shout-outs. Time for the weather. Sending it outside to Trent Bruce for this week's weather report. Yeah, uh, I, I think it's my turn to do it. Oh. Trent, I'm just getting. Trent, uh, you're hello, live. Nick. You're live, Trent. Uh, Nick, I'm getting a, a feed in from the studio. I'm out here in the elements, out here in, with the people, the, the working men and women here, outside, doing doing things outside in the weather. You know, it's it's a time right now, and and there is weather. It's kind of chilly at night. It got down to about 50 last night. Everything was damp. If you were outside, everything was just damp. It was like a fog or something going on. Uh, so, you know, if you didn't want anything to get <laughs> damp, don't leave it outside. And then, you know, during the day, it's pretty nice, which is normal for Southern California. I don't have much else to say about the weather. Um, I, I'm kind of running out of material uh, for this segment probably about three months ago, four months ago. Uh, it's the same fucking thing every day, dude. I don't know what I'm supposed to do on this segment anymore but uh that's the weather i'll send it back to you nick thank you trent bruce for that fantastic weather report <laughs> no one does the weather like you and we love you for it you heard it there first ladies and gentlemen if you don't want to be damp stay inside <laughs> yo i've got a i've got an important announcement i just remember uh-huh. before we move on mm-hmm. non-weather related uh great friend Big supporter, uh, honorary, honorary. What would you call him? Co-captain of the pod, maybe. Cameron Robinson mm. is the fucking man. Mm. Um, he just shipped out. If you ordered a third batch of our custom handmade coffee mugs, they are in the mail today. So if you were on this most recent order over the past couple weeks past month i think they just went out today so thank you thank you thank you so much guys for supporting uh and once you get your mug um tag us in a photo post it on instagram and stuff um we would love that and we'd also love to see that you got your mug and it's safe and yeah. in one piece <laughs> so but far, thank you so much to cameron and uh we're very excited for for you guys to get this amazing coffee mug yeah and thank you guys for being patient on us with that because we do do them in batches, so 
they were finally going out. So far, we're batting a thousand with um, them arriving in one piece. Which, yeah, which I don't is, know why I said that. Which is, which is fantastic. Made out of they are made out of clay. Do not worry, folks. It will arrive, and it will be fine. <laughs> and then you can put unlimited amounts of liquids or foods in them. Unlimited. It's bottomless. It's bottomless. It's got no bottoms. No pants on. It's no like, looks. It's uh, it's like Mary Poppins bag, or it's like my uh, re- uh, derriere. There's no bottom there. There's None. Nothing there. Flat as a Zero. pancake. I like the pancake idea. Booty. I, I like the idea of calling Cam. Like maybe first mate or something, um, a first member, mate. a member of the Pooh Crew. The Pooh Crew. Oh my God. He's the first Dude. mate of the Pooh Crew. What is it called? The uh, the shit deck or the um the poop deck. Poop deck. Yeah. Poop deck. There you go. See, it all comes together. It turns out we were, we were sailors the whole time and had no idea. <laughs> I'm not even alive. I'm a ghost pirate. I'm a ghost right pirate. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Sparrow. Are you a firefighter? Because my dad said you're also a butt pirate. <laughs> All right. On that the note. Morning, the, the morning version of our show has a whole nother energy. It just hits different when we go live at 11. Just hits different. No cap. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and no crap, I guess is what I should say. Hey. Ladies and gentlemen, now it is time for viewer and listener questions. we got a bunch of them. This is the segment of the show that you pay attention to. This is the part where we give you the straight talk, the no spin, all the answers that you need to know to all the questions that you need to ask. Let's get into this shit. Trent Bruce, this is coming from Joey Goodlove. Sup? What's up? Hey, man. I'm getting that paper. I'm getting that money. Come Tuesday be very much employed i got my health i got an amazing girlfriend great family great friends got these guns right here baby <laughs> you know life's good what's up with you dog man life is good <laughs> i can't i can't even elaborate brain's not working right now brain's <laughs> brain's never really working to be honest with you Next question is from. <laughs> what? Next question is from. Hey, I mean, hey, this is the no spin segment of the show. I'm not bullshitting. I'm telling you no, like I'm it not. is. <laughs> I'm telling you like it is. This brain is not working right now. <laughs> this next question is from Gino Vigil. Gino from Gino Eats and Gino Sauce. Last dessert before you die. Oh, wow. Damn. That's that's a tough one. That mm. might be the toughest question of the day. Mm. Mm. Maybe like a pile of <laughs> a pile a uh, <laughs> a pallet's worth of chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> a pallet's worth <laughs> a pallet's worth of chocolate chip cookies. Alamode. <laughs> Hello, mode, and I and I have a shovel. So instead of getting the electric chair, you'll just eat yourself to death first. If if I know they're like, "Yo, you're dying in 24 hours," just back that pallet up, back it up, back just, it up. You're like, "All right, bet." 
We'll see if I can do it in under that. <laughs> I set a Guinness Book of World Records, and I croak. Eat eat yourself to death. Ugh. On chocolate chip cookies. I was thinking, I was thinking moose tracks because I know it's my favorite dessert. But then I was like, no, nah, if it's the last dessert I'm ever gonna have, should I do like some sort of fancy ass cheesecake? But like have them do cover it in that gold stuff, so it's all covered in that gold whatever they put on things. The you know, gold stuff. Yeah, they, there's some sort of. It's not a frosting, but it's like they essentially gold plate food. Oh, maybe just yeah, and then <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I could also go for a, just a slice of apple pie with a little bit of ice cream on there. That sounds nice. And then you can just put me right out. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Throw me in the morgue. A <laughs> uh, good leaf. Max says it's called good leaf. Good leaf. Gold leaf. Gold leaf. Gold leaf. Yeah. Smother me in gold leaf. And then yeah, smother me. And then put me in the chair. Hey, like, <laughs> like like Waffle House, smother me and cover me. <laughs> Smothered and covered. <laughs> oh boy. I think your dad has a question here. He sure does. He said, Did you ever change your plans because of bad weather? I had to think about this. I thought the answer was no because I it's my personality to seek out challenging things and then therefore you try them for sure, even more so. And I've done some traveling in some really bad weather, but it's not completely true because when I was moving out here, I got stuck in a snowstorm in Kansas and I had to stay in a hotel Fuck in Kansas. Kansas. Yeah, honestly, fuck Kansas. But I had to stay in a hotel in Kansas for three days because they shut the roads down completely. Oh, that's right. And there was a lot of fucking snow. The only thing I could eat, there was a subway that was half a mile away, and I was walking through three feet of snow to get to the fucking subway. And I walked back to the hotel. That's that's the only time I can think of that weather, that that I changed my plans because of weather. Damn. Because I had I've been in other situations before and it slowed I slowed me down, but I still was doing what I was trying to do. But that's the one I can think of. What about you? I have a similar Kansas story. I mean, there was one year I uh, flew into Denver and drove from Denver to Missouri with my uncle Randy for the holidays. Uh, that was actually uh, part of that trip was when we were in Denver that night. We saw uh, Kobe. That was his last year playing, um, play the Nuggets. So it was a cool little moment to share, um, you know, on his last last year. But on the way back to Denver, because I was flying out of Denver, um, there was some crazy, crazy weather. Um, it was it was snowing, but then it turned to freezing rain and then it got a little warmer and it was it was just straight up rain but it was very cold outside and there was ice later on but um main highways certain highways in that area were flooding over so we had to take like back roads and stuff mm. uh, for a good part of the so it added like hours onto the trip um but in other i mean other instances there's probably like camping, you know, you plan camping and sometimes it rains. And so um, maybe that puts a 
a rut in your in your plans but um for the most part i think like you said you know stay the course if i know it's going to be really really bad i'm not going to like plan something but yeah. if it if it happens along the way especially it's something you've been seeking out right persevere power through make it work yeah my my mom is mentioning this trip i had when i tried to go home for christmas uh six or seven years ago and i ran into some trouble and i did get stuck in a snowbank in colorado but it didn't it didn't throw me off my scheduled time so i'm not counting that as changing my plans because i still woke up the next day and was able to get on the road and and everything was gravy but that was an epic trip and i did take copious notes in a journal and get very drunk in a walmart parking lot and <laughs> and i also hey, ran into the first time <laughs> yeah i ran into a, a family also from elma michigan in said walmart parking lot at like eight in the morning which was wild whoa and there was a motorcycle that was strapped to the back of my car it was a wild trip it was a very wild trip but didn't didn't slow me down nope nope <laughs> not not today mother nature not today mother nature um, this is from Dolores Grace. How does Nick feel about being an uncle again? Ecstatic. I cannot wait to meet Matthew. I'm so excited. This is my third. I'm now a three-time. Yeah, I'm a thrice uncle. Thrice uncle. You're a, th- a thrice-uncle. You're a thrice-uncle. But I'm also like an octo-uncle, though, as well, because we've got my double cousins, and they've got... Joe has two children, and then Tony has three, so... <laughs> I just imagine you with... Eight limbs holding all these little kids. <laughs> Octo Uncle. Octo Uncle. It's the new reality show coming to A and E. Octo Uncle. <laughs> or uh, a spin-off Spider-Man villain. Where I'm not trying to really do anything to Peter Parker, I'm just trying to be an uncle. <laughs> <laughs> let me be an uncle. <laughs> but Peter Parker keeps trying to not let me be an uncle. <laughs> You can only have so many nieces and nephews. Uh, that's awesome, dude. We're all very happy for you. Thank you, man. Thank you. Uh, I, I had the easy job. I just sat here in Los Angeles. Cool uncle status. Hey. Uh, um, this question is from Gino. Gino says, "Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna throw you one." This is from Gino. Okay. Gino eats again. NBA Finals prediction. You got one. You know this. You, you pay closer attention than I do, but maybe. Um, what do you think, Lakers Nets? I actually really do think it's going to be chalk this year, so I do think it's going to be Lakers Nets. What does chalk mean? What does that phrase mean? Basically, chalk is where the favorites win out. And oh, okay. I don't. I don't see any upsets happening. I'd love to see some upsets happen, but I. I don't see it. Especially because yeah. it looks like the Nets are going to either get Boogie Cousins or Andre Drummond. And then the Lakers are going to get which, well. It sounds like they're going to get one of them, and it sounds like the Lakers are going to get whichever one they don't get. So, I I think it's going to be just these two teams, just absolute powerhouses on both sides, are going to meet up, and it'll probably wow. be fantastic because you got the best basketball mind in the league, which is still LeBron James, and against the three-headed monster that is now the New Jersey Nets, yeah. I would take KD. Four? Three and a half? Three and a half headed monster? Nah, three. Blake Griffin doesn't count as a monster anymore. 
No. No. Nah. It's not Patricia. No. Um, but he's a very good third, fourth option. Very yeah. good fourth option. And if you got Andre Drummond or Boogie Cousins, you have a very good fifth option. Absolutely stacked team if they're able to get them. And that's what they need is a big body because they got rid of, what's his face, the kid with the afro and sent him to Cleveland, who was a really good body inside. So they got, and they've got DeAndre Jordan too. So they're they're setting themselves up. They are stacked, bro. They are setting themselves right the fuck up. I don't see anyone else coming out of the West. I know that the Jazz are killing it, and I know that the Nuggets are killing it, but they're just still so unproven. And I think LeBron's basketball mind in the in the most dire of games, they'll pull it off. Yep. So who will win? I'm going to go with New Jersey. There you go. Or not New Jersey, Brooklyn. Brooklyn, I'm sorry. The Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> not not Jason Kidd, bro. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Not the Kerry Kittles. This isn't your this isn't your old New Jersey Nets. Yeah. This is your Biggie Smalls Brooklyn Nets. What, Richard Jefferson too, right? Yeah, Richard Jefferson was on it. Vince Carter was on the New Jersey Nets. Oh, that's that's hilarious. What's up, Sully? Speaking of uh, Jersey, there's Sully. Next question. Your Uncle Jeff asks you, how was it? Better than nothing at all, I'll tell you that. And I'm going to say it's wavy, baby. It's Ooh. all gravy, dude. Oh. All right, this is uh, from Old Mac Tiki. <laughs> What's the most satisfying sound, Trent Bruce? And the most satisfying sound is on it, planet Earth. Is it ASMR? It is not. We're, we're going to get there. Don't even just... God, mm. the most satisfying sound is at the end of a long day, that crack of a perfectly sealed, carbonated, cold one, a little Steve Weiser little beer that uh-huh. when you open up a beer, uh-huh. that's I think that's the single most satisfying sound. Okay. That or when you can really hear the audio of a home run, mm-hmm. like that initial of a home run off the bat mm-hmm. and you know it's going it's 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 a it's a bomb mm-hmm. that's pretty sad also when you have okay i have a lot of sounds also <laughs> when you haven't been you haven't been home in a while and you're from the midwest and you hear a lawnmower going that's pretty satisfying okay 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 i'm all over the place uh grilled meat sizzling on the grill that's a nice sound it's a good sound but what's the uh, most? What is the most? You can't just list off good sounds. What is the <laughs> most? So this this podcast is now, now called 101 Good Sounds with Trent Bruce. Uh, Nick Grace is just here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, the beer cracking open is my final answer, Reach. Okay. My most satisfying sound is there is a song by Ted Nugent called Stranglehold, and there's a point in one of his guitar solos where the guitar just goes, it makes this noise. And that's the most satisfying sound. Okay. That is the most satisfying sound. Just that sound. This is from Kathy Grace. This is for you, Trent Bruce, because I have no idea what she's talking about. Central Dairy, really worth the stop? Well, my question is... um... Are your folks driving to Texas? They are. Okay, so I guess they may be driving through Jefferson City. Um, 
so if if my mother's still on here, she would she would also agree that Central Dairy Ice Cream is most certainly worth the stop. Um, man, I, I'm trying to think if Central Dairy or or Aris's Pizza, um, they're both Jeff City staples. But if you're really into ice cream, uh, they have a solid moose tracks at Central Dairy that I always get. Mm. Uh, and it's so cheap, dude. Oh my god, it's so cheap. I remember when they raised like their price a dollar, and it's like, oh, you still get two giant scoops for like three bucks from the dairy, like from the place that makes it. They got the cows fuck, there. Fuck, fuck, Cold Stone and all these fucking gimmick, fucking ice cream joints. Cold Stone's overrated. That's the Starbucks of ice oh. cream. Yeah, exactly. At least so, give me a fucking I, salt and straw. If you're gonna gimmick it, gimmick it. I mean, put worms in your ice cream, you know. There's levels to this. Put olives and goat cheese in your ice cream. (laughs) Um, I would say if you have the time and if you can arrange it, like that's also like your gas stop and your pee break, you know, something like that. If you're going, if you're driving through Missouri and you're driving like two or three hours out of your way, out of your driving route, you know, it's not like. This isn't like where ice cream was birthed or anything, but um, everyone knows that yeah, was Jerusalem. My, <laughs> my my mom said stop at Eris's Pizza and then have ice cream at Central Dairy if you have the time. I'm sure you just have like a pit stop. Um, if you got to pick one, I would pick Eris's Pizza because it's my favorite pizza. It's like your Pizza Sam's. But what's up, Zach? But if you're big into ice cream, Central Dairy ice cream is great. All their stuff is great there. Um, also have great cottage cheese. I love cottage cheese. Heard it here first. So yes, if you have the time, stop Central Dairy. You're talking about pizza? Oh yeah. My hometown pizza spot's called Aris's Pizza and it's a Greek pizza joint. <laughs> so the the cheese, I don't know what cheese they use. Maybe my mom can chime in. Feta. But it's a little like it's a little funky. I know you're gonna shit on the Greek pizza thing. No, I ain't got no problem oh. with it. I mean, it's oh. not going to be as good as Pizza Sam's, but I love pizza. Pizza's pizza. Pizza, pizza. As pizza, they say. Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> as they say. It's a tale as old as time that pizza is pizza. Pizza, pizza. This question... <laughs> that's, that's just some poetry for your ass. Yeah. This question you're, is you're from... The, is, this is... <laughs> 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 just, some, just some pizza poetry for your bitch ass. <laughs> For your, for your pizza-eating-looking ass. <laughs> Snap for me. This question is from the worst fan of the show. Maybe the worst person in, on planet Earth at, at this particular moment, even. Whoa, that's saying a lot in 2021. <laughs> but, it's, but it's certainly not an exaggeration. We can both agree. Chris Peterson wants to know, when are you getting a better co-host? Who's he directing this to? I think he's trying to put a riff in between us two. We're not going anywhere, bitch. Nowhere. The only no. co-host I would sw- switch you out with is the one and only Michael Jordan. And I would okay, hope I would fair. hope you would do the same. Cut that's my, fair. Cu- if Michael Jordan's available for the roster, cut my ass. <laughs> I would. It's me. It's me, Michael. Doing this every morning or every Thursday. Another shitty podcast with Trent Bruce and Michael Jordan. <laughs> Michael Jordan. 
in his contract, he goes, the only thing is, Nick Grace can never be on the show again. <laughs> Boy, that'd be devastating on multiple levels, because then I'd lose Dude. my show, but also Michael Jordan refuses <laughs> to have me <laughs> anywhere in Europe. He goes, he goes, remember, what was the name of the coach of the Chicago Bulls before Phil? Uh, Doug Collins. You're that guy. You're Doug Collins. You set this whole thing up. You had the whole team going for years. And then, and then Mike boom, comes I, in and takes it. Out of nowhere. Slithering in. Out, out of, of nowhere. nowhere. Michael Jordan hosting another shitty podcast. Hey, man. If you if you can believe it, you can achieve it. You know what I'm saying? If I can. What is it? If I can see it. <laughs> then I can do, do it. I believe I can fly. You know what? It's got to be said. That song is great. It is great. R. Kelly killed it on that song. Is he a piece of shit? Yes. But is that song fantastic? You bet your ass it is. He absolutely crushed it. That's my There's a lot of phenomenal music made by terrible, terrible human beings. Mm hmm. Mhm. Mhm. We're not going to get in that. We don't have time for that today. We don't have we don't have time to solve. No no one asked us about it. So we won't we won't uh, get into it. <laughs> Stephanie's asking if you're okay. I think Nick's better than okay. Nick's excellent. He's superb. A++. A++. He's he's taking those AP classes in high school. He's got a 4.3 GPA. Remember when I didn't even know what the fuck that shit was? Oh, how and I had you... I had I had friends that were like, "Oh yeah, my GPA is four two, yeah, four three. I'm like, and they're like, "Oh, I'm in AP classes. I'm taking advanced placement classes." <laughs> and they would just like, flick their imaginary hair while they did it. Yeah, I hope you punched them right in the nose. I was yeah, I did. I punched I punched all of them in the nose, square in the nose at the same time. <laughs> um, question for you mm-hmm. from me: Who has the worst NBA uniforms? That would have to be the Phoenix Suns. Really? Because I love their uniforms this year. Yeah, I'm yeah, not, I'm not a crazy. fan. I'm not a fan of the hot colors like yellow and orange and red on the purple. It's just kind of like. Rubs me the Damn. wrong way. I'm not a fan. You got Mac on here. Mac's gonna fire back. He's a big Suns fan. That's fine. I don't. Um, I don't hate the Suns. I just hate the jerseys. Yeah, and you're making bro. me choose the worst one. I'm not like that's See, all. It's just funny because him and I have had a conversation where I'm like, "Yo, these jerseys are fucking fire." You know what? Unintended. Actually, you know what actually might be a really trash jersey though too. Indiana. Indiana. The Pacers. The Pacers is like it was cool with Reggie, but now it's just like. It looks like a practice jersey. Yeah, it looks it looks like a starter jersey from uh, Kmart. Yeah, just a starter. Yeah, Indiana or Pacers. Uh, I think the most trash jersey right now is the Pelicans one. The alternate one has the Florida Lees on it. Florida, it's got the what? It's called a Florida Lee. It's the New Orleans Saints oh, symbol. Oh yeah, it's got three of those, and like it's red and you're blue. right. New Orleans jerseys like, just all of them dude, suck. All the colorways of New Orleans garbage, suck. Garbage, bro. Garbage. Oh, okay. I mean, you're called the you're called the Pelicans. Old Mac Tiki can get out of here by trying to rip on the Blazers. 
The Blazers have some of the most fire jerseys there is. Wow, we're fire. just not we're just not gonna agree on this. The, Bla- you know, the Blazers uh, I, are where I it's at. Seen the, I, I haven't seen the brown ones. I need to check those out. It's cool. They just uh, say Oregon on the front in cursive. It's they're cool. Uh-huh. They're cool. Well, you haven't seen them. You haven't seen them. Uh, the Jazz uh, retro '90s ones. I mean, when they were playing the Bulls, mm-hmm. that's iconic. That'll yeah. be forever one of the best. They they've they've retroed them back. Shout out to J Punk because he brought that up just now on the pod. But they've brought them back occasionally, and so has Memphis with their '90s, their Vancouver Grizzlies jerseys. Those are the two best throwback jerseys that people have done, in my opinion, so far. I um. I really don't like the new. I think it's the city ones for the Lakers. Most like of the, the city ones are trash. Pow- powder blue. Ugh. Yeah. The best city one to date, in my opinion, still, is the Miami, the Miami Vice kind of yeah vaporwave shit. That's dope. Yeah. And then I also like the the Biggie Smalls um, tribute to the the Nets one. Yeah. And then it was very subtle. Some of these, some of these city ones are like outrageous or over the top. Like, well, there was the one that was like it was Cleveland and it was just gray. Everything was gray. I mean, I guess when like, you think of Ohio, you're like, yeah, Ohio sucks. So gray. There's your city. Anytime jersey. I've ever been to Ohio, people tell me, make sure you drive the speed limit or five under the speed limit. You get pulled over like that, and I'm not kidding. Anytime I've driven through Ohio, I'm like major highways there's people getting pulled over left and right hmm fuck ohio <laughs> agreed um trent <laughs> bruce <Thank> you, <laughs> trent, trent bruce would you rather get your ass kicked or have to endure four hours of asmr you're doing this to get my goat here no i just want to um, know it's a, it's a would you rather question they're supposed to be tough just go ahead and kick my ass it's probably going to take Less than half an hour. It's gonna hurt uh, though cannot, for a long time. I can't endure four hours of someone whispering and moaning and munching food into a microphone. I hate that trend. I hate that I'm even having to discuss it right now. I don't think it should ever have existed. If you guys don't know what it is, please do not look it up. It's not. <laughs> it's a waste of your time. You're gonna hate it too. It's just people creepily whispering into a microphone. Um, some people say it's therapeutic or relaxing. And there's oh like, no, it's not. Not at all. It's dude. It is creepy. Yeah. Um, it makes me want to destroy life when I hear it. Um, moving on quickly out of that conversation, Gino from Gino Eats, smoking a dube or smoking the the ganj or edibles. For me, I am an edibles man. I love the full body high. <laughs> I love the risk that goes along with not knowing exactly what you're getting yourself into. You're crazy, bro. And I like that it lasts a while. So if I had to choose, edibles. But that means I need to be doing absolutely nothing the next day, which never yeah, happens you're anymore. Out. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's a very interesting feeling. It's a very interesting feeling. I like it. I like it a lot. What about you? I like I like smoking a joint. It'll go away in a little bit. It, it hangs out for like an hour, maybe two hours. Yeah. Edibles, you're like, oh, 
Especially if you don't know the dosage, like you're just like, I'm on this ride for however long. There was, I mean, I'll never forget. I'll never forget the one with you, me, and Stu. That was the first time I ever done an edible. <laughs> it was not good. That was the first time ever? First time oh ever. Oh my God. I remember you didn't, you thought you couldn't even get through the doorway. Yeah, I got remember stuck that? in the, I got stuck. It was a sliding glass door and it was probably about three feet wide and I got stuck in it. Couldn't move. But, but. There was no reason why. Like, you had plenty of room. No, I guess I was stuck. You guys had to pull me through. I couldn't get through. You know it's bad when you start praying a lot. Especially like you, because you don't even believe in God, and you were praying a lot. <laughs> I remember... sincerely praying to God. I remember being caught in a desert that was my living room. <laughs> And I remember, <laughs> I remember. This is great. Our, our parents are on here. They probably love hearing this shit. I remember rivers flowing from my eyes, which I'm guessing meant that I was crying, but I don't remember crying. I just remember rivers coming out of my eyes. Rivers. <laughs> it was a hell of an experience. It was awful. What felt like probably 10 hours probably took about five minutes. So, but you and I and Stu were having a having a rough ride. You know, uh, for all for all the young ones and the kids listening, everything in moderation. Everything <laughs> in moderation, folks. Whether it's a joint, it's a shot, it's a beer, it's an edible, just do it in moderation. Well, including moderation, sometimes you got to go overboard. I do not approve this message. And that is this week's viewer and listener questions. <laughs> I hope you guys are satisfied. And now it is time for the news. So I figure I'll send it over to Trent Bruce for this week in riggedy, riggedy, riggedy wrestling. That's a heel, Sasha. <laughs> oh, man. This week in wrestling, what's going on here? That was Sasha Banks. She's on a good tear right now. Um, we've got WWE Fastlane this Sunday on the road to WrestleMania. So this is the last pay-per-view before Mania. This one tends to be like kind of a phone-it-in pay-per-view, kind of teasing some things more. This is like an appetizer for WrestleMania, right? Um, they're actually having WrestleMania in Florida again, in Tampa, and they're actually allowing a crowd um, this year, uh, which is interesting, um, but so is the whole state of Florida. <laughs> and uh, the thing that I'm pissed about, if there's other wrestling fans on here right now, chime in. The thing that I'm pissed about is last year is in Tampa, right? But they had to do, or was in Florida, but they had to do, um, that's like right when COVID hit, like the first month. Uh, they had to do it, uh, you know, closed closed uh, set. And so they still had the same, like, Buccaneer pirate theme. And this year it's in Tampa. And it's at the same. I think it's Raymond James Stadium. Uh, but they just kept the same fucking marketing materials. I'm like, you had an entire year. And yes, it's in Tampa. Okay, cool. Okay, they won the Super Bowl. That makes more sense. Okay, go with the... But they didn't change 
anything about the marketing thing. Oh, two things. We've talked about how the marketing for WWE has a lot of room for improvement. We've like there's they got a lot of room to improve. But also, yeah. does this mean we're gonna see some Gronk? Oh yeah. Almost guaranteed, oh, right? Yeah. There has to be. There has to be a Gronk appearance. He'll probably win the twenty four seven title again. Um anyway, so Fast lanes this weekend. Uh, I'll probably tune in, uh, hopefully live. If not, I'll, I'll catch it the next day. Uh, but I hope uh, I got a busy week. You know, work's coming up. Got to get ready. Um, so we'll see. Um, there's a couple matches on there I'm excited about. Daniel Bryan's fighting Roman Reigns. That's, again, just to... It's like a filler. There'll be some storyline or something there. Uh, but we all know he's not going to drop the title right before WrestleMania. Um, last night on AEW Dynamite, um, I need to still watch the full match, but something that was going viral in a women's match, Dr. Britt Baker, who's a real life dentist and a real life wrestler, uh, got a lot of color and she was bloody as hell. Um, I'll have to send you a clip. It is insane. It is pretty intense. Uh, so apparently the match was really good and it ended with, um, a, a lot of uh, a lot of blood, which is like hmm. you don't really see a lot anymore. Especially mm-hmm. WWE is like a TV PG program. It's like a family program now, according to TV ratings. Yeah. <laughs> or standards, but AEW's kind of been going a little more extreme, if you will. I'd so, imagine you see even less typically in the ladies' fights. Yeah, and AEW's gotten a kind of a lot of grief and a lot of. Uh, uh, I don't know what you would call it. Um, not backlash, but uh, the women's division's been very eh in AEW. Yeah. When um, WWE's crushing it, and they, they're kind of leading the, blazing the trail for that, and it's been a huge thing for years now. Um, how much the, of that is AAE? How much of that is AA, or AAU? <laughs> AEW being a, a new product, right? Aren't they relatively new? Sure. They're a couple, couple years in now. But, um, I mean, it ultimately has to do with story and it has to do with your talent. Um, your talent has to get the story over and you have to have good writers and good creative. Well, wasn't, so, wasn't I'm not big into wrestling, but in the 90s, wasn't women's wrestling just absolute garbage and all they were just is wearing bikinis and stuff? Yeah, they, they would consider more, the term was valet or manager, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they were eye candy, you know. Um, <laughs> so, um, so, I mean, like, WWE got there eventually. They got there eventually. Yeah, so I mean, maybe... they always had they always had women's wrestling, but the focus was on, um, you know, the sex, the the eye candy part. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now it's obviously you still like have them in full makeup and everyone's looking good, men and women. Uh, but the focus is now on the technical side of it rather than just hey, you know, look at me. Mm-hmm. So, uh, which is great, you know, more good wrestling. Um, and that was the time back then. Everything was crude and over the top. Um, but it's good that it's gone more towards a, a, a sporting event, right? And more technical. Um, I just saw that Stephen uh, Amell is now on a show on Stars called Heels. It looks like it's focused around indie wrestling. And he's like one of the main actors. I just popped up on my feed, so... I don't know anything about it, but I'll have to check that out. Um, 
he had a little uh, stint there uh, in WWE. He, he he came in for a couple of celebrity appearances, so that was fun. Um, or was it AEW? Oh man, that's bad. Um, and I think it was I think it was WWE. Um, and last but not least, uh, WWE starting today. Uh, their programming, WWE Network, is now a part of NBC's Peacock. Mm. And so, hopefully everything transfers over fine and, and streaming goes fine and there's no glitches. I'm sure there will be glitches. They have a huge, huge catalog of um, content. Um, but hopefully everything goes smoothly. And I haven't heard anyone like complain or bitch about it. Because um, honestly, you pay the same price and now you get all this NBC content. So, so, does that mean they're dissolving the WWE app and now you have to get Peacock? Correct. Okay. In the States. In the States, yeah. Okay. But it's the same price and now you get all of what you had, but now you also so have NBC? You, you can get Peacock for $5 a month, and that's with uh, ads that are popping up, like you know, like the baseline for like Hulu. Mm-hmm. Or if you can do the, t- the $9.99, which that's what WWE Network is, mm-hmm. with no ads whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um so we'll probably do that. Yeah. Cool. Very, 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 uh, That's very this cool. week in wrestling. I'm going to send over to Nicholas this week in basketball. As we speak on this show, the NCAA tournament has begun. And we're trying the NCAA tournament in the era of COVID-19. Why do we care about the NCAA tournament? Because Michigan State made it. We made it. And we're playing UCLA today. Really soon, actually. We're playing against UCLA. The winner of this game gets to play against BYU. It's the play-in game. We made it in as an 11 seed. I like our odds because it is March, and Tom Izzo is the fucking man in the month of March. He's the best coach there is, X's and O's, in the nation. He just doesn't always have the squad. So I'm really excited to see what happens, and I would love to see my university take down anything that has to do with the city of Los Angeles. Just saying. Just saying. (laughs) So go green. Best of luck to you boys. I'm proud of them. I don't know any of them personally, but I am proud of them. I'm always proud of them. Also, in the NBA, this is we just need to take some time and appreciate Mr. Damian Lillard, the true MVP of the NBA. No one is more valuable to their squad than than any than than him. He with it, without him on the Portland Trailblazers, they would not sniff the playoffs. Without LeBron James on the Lakers, they would make the playoffs. Without any of those New Jersey Nets guys, they would make the playoffs. Without Damian Lillard, Portland is one of the worst teams in the West. That guy has now more 50-point games than Allen Iverson, which is saying Whoa. something. He passed AI. He's up to 16,000 career points now, which is quite a bit. The dude puts up points. He ekes out wins. No one is more clutch in the last two minutes of the game than he is statistically, literally statistically. And he's right up there like ever in that category as well. But he's by far the most clutch person this year and has been for the last couple years. So Will he win the will he win an MVP this year? No. Will he ever win an MVP? Probably not because he plays in Portland. And similar to WWE in this respect, the NBA is all about storylines and about heroes and villains as well. So, yep. 
they will push who they need to push. And I think even in the Last Dance documentary, Michael Jordan even touched on that. or so, Someone touched on it in something I was watching about how very much so there is a narrative that the NBA does want to try to push because at the end of the day, it's a product. And they want the they need to shape their image in a way that fits oh, them. Yeah. And so to yeah. highly market a small market team like Portland, it's it's just not it doesn't behoove them mm-hmm. as much as it does to talk about the Lakers or the now Brooklyn Nets mm-hmm. or the New York Knicks even, who are still a pretty mediocre squad, but now everyone's talking about the Knicks again because it's New York. So I appreciate Damian Lillard. I hope that everybody else does as well. <laughs> and he makes some really great shoes. He's also a really big fan of Stone Cold Steve Austin, as you know, Trent Bruce. Last yes, but not least, this week in basketball, sending prayers to Sean Bradley, one of the greatest big men of all time, one of the tallest players to ever play in the league, and an integral part of the greatest piece of art in the history of the world, Space Jam. Space Jam. <laughs> um, Sean Bradley was hit by a car while he was riding his bike back in January and is now paralyzed and has been mm. for like the last eight weeks and it sounds like will be forever. He is alive, which is great, um, but it's certainly sad to hear and, and devastating. Mm. So please send prayers his way. By all accounts, he was a very good human being. Um, did a lot for the community and for whatever team he was playing on. It was a very nice teammate to have. So mm. uh, prayers to Sean Bradley. And that is this yeah. week in basketball. Time for this week in hip-hop. Mm. Mm. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this week in hip hop. All right. Uh, wait, is it? Am I going? Yeah. <laughs> this week in hip hop, uh, the Grammys just happened. Meg The Stallion cleaned up. She won a lot of Grammys. Not really a surprise there. Um, Beyonce won. Beyonce's now holds the most Grammys for any uh, female artist across the board. Do you know who uh, she which, passed? Because I, I, I don't remember what they said. I do. I, re- I wrote a trivia question about this, uh-huh. uh, and it, it's pissing me off. I can't remember right now. I guess I would have um, thought maybe Aretha Franklin. No. Um it's, it's Ella Fitzgerald? Older, no, it's an older... Uh, oh, my God. I, I'm going to have to mm. text it to you. Okay. It's... Uh, oh, it's um, uh, Alison Krauss. Alison Krauss? That's not older. She's like She's 40. I, I, I think it's Alison Krauss. Alison Krauss is like 40 years old. She's not older. She's older than 40. I don't know. She's maybe 50. Okay. Older than Beyonce. Anyways, uh, I think it's Alison Krauss because I remember being shocked by that. That makes sense because I bet you she's got a lot of different categories. Because she's done Americana, she's done country, she's done gospel, she's done pretty much everything. I think, I think, don't quote me on that, but I, I think that's the one. Um... Also, Anderson Pock and Bruno Mars played the Grammys. That was fun. I was surprised that they 
had a live performance so quick. They just dropped that song and uh, that they're doing an album. Uh, I'm all for it. It sounds amazing. Are they doing um, a full album? They are. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Taylor Swift. Who cares? Boo. What? I don't like Taylor Swift. What goes on with Taylor Swift? Does something happen? She, no, she just won album of the year. It's like, oh, okay, whatever. I'm just not a fan. Yeah. And then you said on here, Kanye is the wealthiest black man in American history. I'm seeing that headline going around everywhere. You sent me I that this morning. I don't know what that means. Isn't he broke? Didn't he say he was bankrupt? I got news like, for you, Trent Bruce. Last year, things can change. So people is compare, it talking about people, his assets? Is it talking no, people, about people do declare bank, bankruptcy all the time? Fifty Cent was bankrupt at one point. Donald Trump's been bankrupt like ten times. It's just what does that term mean? The wealth, the wealthiest. Being, what does that mean? Being bankrupt doesn't mean you have zero dollars. It means I, I, I'm aware of it that. It means you ha- you don't have the ability to pay off your debts. I'm aware. It's just so. Anywho, he's like what six billion, six billion plus. It says it says six point six billion billion doll hairs. Billion doll hairs. That's crazy. It's not too surprising. But, uh, he's got his he's got his hands in a lot of different cookie jars, and mm-hmm. he's always moving. So, interesting facts. And congratulations to him. That is this week in hip hop. And that is episode 43 of another shitty podcast, The Quarantine Motherfucking Edition. My name is Nick Grace. That is Trent Bruce. We're going to squeeze out some EPs after this show. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, we do this every Thursday at noon, typically on Instagram Live. We might be switching to 11. We're going to send it to the think tank and see what they say. If you missed this show on Instagram Live, good news! You can just find us wherever podcasts are available to stream, such as Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, or Pocket Casts. There we will be. All you gotta do is type in Nick Grace, Trent Bruce, or another shitty podcast. And if you're Lolo Jones, we love your face. And your everything about you. Come do the show, goddammit. God, (laughs) goddammit! Come do the show. We'll see you guys next week. Look out for your coffee mug if you bought one. Have a good week, y'all. Peace. Bye, guys.